Lewis will be outscored by George Russell in 2022. Fiction? I think Are people really thinking that's a chance? Welcome to That's P1, an F1 podcast for people who watched Drive to Survive and are intrigued by this Formula One. I'm Ryan. And I'm Sarah. There are other Formula One podcasts out there, (laughs) but not all of them get into whose last name is which. But if you're like us... You discover Drive to Survive, and that's how you got into and first learned about Formula One, and you want it injected into your veins. You're in the right place. We don't assume you've been watching Formula One for a decade because we haven't either. Any questions? We want to take questions, do mailbag episodes. You know, we're kind of your spirit guide. As we've watched a few seasons, we're a little farther ahead. If you have any questions about what does this mean or whatever, send us your questions, your comments. We want less of this, more of that. <clears throat> to that's P1 podcast at gmail.com. And that's P the number one at gmail.com. So the Cutter <clears throat> Grand Prix. Yay. Yay. Well, first, I have to say I feel a lot of pressure because all of a sudden I'm a spirit guide for somebody. I didn't know that. Yeah. Whoa. That's that's like finding out you're, you were the second driver in a team and now, okay, we got rid of the other guys. So now you're the first driver. You're the primary. You got to carry the team. Man, I don't know if I can do that. Okay. You're responsible for how someone is going to experience... <laughs> This sport. So no pressure. If it's a sport. That should be a separate off-season podcast. Is this thing a sport? Ah. Because it's not a game. No. That's a different. Let's not go into that now. That's a good idea for a later episode, though. Yeah. Coming soon. Coming soon to a podcast player near you. We'll do one of those while we wait for the next season. Yeah. When there's a break. Yeah, we don't have too long to wait, weirdly, but we will have some, some time to wait. All right. Cutter. Cutter. Woohoo! Yeah, so going into the weekend, because of this triple header, you're also coming away from Brazil. You're coming off of that, going into another one. Everybody's tired. Yeah. You can see it on their faces that they are exhausted after three weeks of travel and setup, breakdown, travel, setup, breakdown. And this triple header, you know, there's only a week before this one. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of a quadruple. I mean, you had a week off in between the U.S. and Mexican Grand Prix, but that's four, ga- that's four races in five weeks. That's nuts. 
It's been an insane. And you can tell. They are tired. They're done. Yes. And emotionally, that's an emo- that was an emotional race in Brazil. Both from Lewis coming from the back to the front. Ah, uh, yeah. He's on a high. Red Bull is on a low. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. We thought we had this really positioned well for us on this track. We thought we were going to uh, walk out of here with a big load of points. And now we don't. Yeah. So and the pressure go, keeps mounting. It just gets worse. Because they've made it what you have been wanting all along was you wanted it to be a competition. You didn't want it to be one person running it away. And they have made it a competition. It's true. The pressure is literally mounting. This is the first time in years that it has gone down to any race near the end, much less the end. We'll get to Mm -hmm. how it could come down literally to the last race. But we're at the point where every point matters. Yeah. Every point is needed. That fastest lap is really coming into play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have fastest lap for a lot of years. It's only been three oh, or four funny. years. And so it's sort of interesting to think about, okay, if they didn't have fastest lap, how different these races would be, especially the late stages where Bottas or Checo or is pitting to get that fastest lap. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Do you have a recap you would like to give? And Not really. Not really. Okay. Because it... We'll talk about it. it. It was a weird race. It was. The first thing... So, yeah, what's the first thing you want to talk about from this race? So, the first thing from this weekend that okay. we should mention... Is we did it. We did it. We jinxed them. You're right. We have to talk about that first. We jinxed qualifying. Because in our last podcast, we had early in the podcast said, nothing ever happens in quali. It's a boring time. Nothing happens. Whatever. And then we realized that we had jinxed the last race. And we're like, oh, what did we talk about? We jinxed quali. Huh, let's see if it happens. And it happened. And it did. Something happened in quali this week. Or the la- last week. Because the last jinx we did was talking about their freight. That was it. We talked yes. about how amazing the logistics are of this sport. And then they got freight the stuck in two airports. The next week they got late. Yeah. And then we oh, say, yeah. oh, quali. You could take early. It's it's boring. It's interesting, but it's not the cat's pajamas, mm-hmm. as the old people in Europe say. And it turns out it this one actually made a difference. Was I'm almost scared of saying something about this next week. I don't want to like jinx something like badly. Like not only are you somebody's spirit oh, guide, no. you have the power to influence these races now. It's so, so you need scary. to take that seriously. I have to, you know, go outside and turn around three times. Mm-hmm. Throw salt think. over your shoulder, turn yeah. around and spit up at the thing. Yeah. To the thing and the most high kind of thing. The, the, whatever they say on West Wing. That's right. Oh, all right. So explain what happens in Quali. Quali last time. It in, seemed like we didn't jinx it. Yeah, it seemed Q1 and Q2 were progressing 
nicely, and I'm not going to go into too many details. The people you would expect to lose out lost out in Q1. Mm -hmm. The people you would expect to be at risk in Q2 were at risk in Q2. Mm -hmm. And then going into the second runs, uh, in those time frames, you have time to do two push laps, two tries at getting your time. And there's a lot that goes into when you go out and coordinating all the stuff to not get stuck. Checo got stuck in traffic. Yeah. And so he didn't set a good enough time and he got 11th. He was off, I think, by two tenths. Yeah, but that's. That's part of the game. Yeah, but that's not what we jinxed. Nope, that's not what we jinxed. But he is he is our guy. I'm wearing my Sergio Perez sweatshirt today. And I'm trying to keep you on. Yeah, trying to keep me on task. Mm-hmm. Not easy to do. No. But then in Q3, everything's going what seems normal. Mm-hmm. Mercedes uh, setting the top times. Max is able to split them, but not easily. Mm-hmm. And then in the second runs, Mercedes go out early. Mm-hmm. They get their times done quick. Which they've started to do because you don't want someone to have a problem and then you get your lap taken away. You get stuck in traffic, a la Checo. Red Bull are going to have to change how they do things. But yeah, they got to do that. Max is last coming around. He wants all the rubber laid down so he can get every edge he can. And as he's finishing the last half of his lap, the screen cuts away and you see Pierre Gasly rolling slowly down the pit straight with like a fountain of sparks mm-hmm. coming away from his car. He's had a puncture mm-hmm. and the tire, you know, shredding is starting to shred the bodywork and all the stuff. And it's creating all these sparks. He's running on rims basically, but he's going really slow. Cause he has to. Can't, he can't he yeah. have a choice. Can't go fast. So they're waving yellows, but then on the screen it's yellow, then track clear, then yellow. It, it's like flashing. I'm not it's, sure what's going to happen. Nobody knows what's going on. And, so because that Max kind of has to slow down, he doesn't put in his best lap. That's ah, a bummer. It sucks. But then. But as far as we know, quality ends. Yep, it's over. Everybody has finishes. We have the lineup. Max is second. Bottas is third. Mm-hmm. Then later that afternoon, we hear, hey, uh, he's going to get called to the stewards. Max. Bottas and Signs, mm-hmm. Carlos Signs, who were all doing their lap at that time and running into this yellow green situation. They're going to call to the stewards Sunday morning, our time, you know, two or three hours before the race, are going to get called into the stewards to get their punishment. And the rule is pretty clear cut. Mm-hmm. If somebody's waving a yellow and you're not slowing down and they have the, the telemetry to tell it, you get a grid penalty. If it's double-waved yellows where they're waving two flags, that's a really big problem. It's a big penalty. Yeah. So, looks pretty clear-cut. Max is going to get bumped back. He gets bumped back to seventh from second. Bottas gets bumped back to sixth from third, I believe. Anyway, he's in he's in sixth. And nothing happens to signs. Yeah, because with signs, they were able to show that he decreased his speed significantly. Mm-hmm. Even if it wasn't enough what they had wanted, he was able to show that he was trying to. 
He was doing his best. Yeah. So like, oh, okay. Well, you at least tried. But the other two, you ignored it. So seemingly mm-hmm. ignored it. it. Didn't pay attention enough. Yeah. And so they got pushed back. We messed up quality, basically. That's us. Sorry, Pierre. Which there's no real impact to him. He was starting yeah, he third. Yeah, he was fine. Max moves out. He gets to start on the first row. His first front row start ever. For the Red Bull sister team. Yeah. Awesome for him. So pumped. But that was, that was really it from Quali. Aside yeah, from nothing that, else happened. It's just... Mercedes was fast and the That's P1 podcast jinx struck continue. again. So we have to be very careful. What we say this week. Yes. When we're talking about the next one. Because... Mm-hmm. All the power is with us. I... Yeah. We can do all the things. Maybe if we, I don't know. So that was Quali. Yep. What else did you want to talk about last this past race? That's that's really it for Quali, for the race. Yeah. Um, what do you want to talk about the race? At the start, I did think it was funny. Uh, Martin Brundle was telling us that as the teams were coming and getting set up, both Mercedes and Ferrari thought their driver was P5 on the grid. <laughs> and they have these big carts, which are essentially running the battery for the car and also hold all the tools that they do to tinker with it. And Ferrari um, had Carlos in the slot and Mercedes is pushing Bottas's car on the little trolley with their big cart. And they pull into P5 and everyone's looking at each other and... <laughs> They're both like, it's like at a game or at a concert where someone shows up and they, they say, or on the airplane, well, you're in my seat. Well, what seat do you Everybody's have? pulling out ticket stubs. To look to see. <laughs> and it had to do with, uh, there's, they published provisional grid and final grid, and that's where Bottas had fluxed. Well, and this is awkward. It really was. And then it, he said it was a really awkward, like, three-point turn to turn it around. <laughs> Because those cars nor the teams are meant to go in reverse. Mm-mm. So he had to go on to P6 and he just, he thought it was really <laughs> funny. And that is funny for these teams that so carefully orchestrate every single thing. I just can't imagine being Bottas sitting there. How awkward do you feel? Well, and I would guess because a lot of times I feel uncomfortable just seeing them pushed around and like awkward, even when they push it back into the garage of the car's been retired or something for that day. It always looks so weird. Like I'm just a little baby in a stroller doing whatever. Like it feels awkward. So I can't imagine how awkward it is for them to just be. No attention. Yeah. I'm, I'm Ah. so used to driving this thing at 200 miles an hour. I can't park it though. Right now I'm a passenger. Yeah. I can drive it 300 miles around this corner but i literally can't park my car right now yeah it's not parallel parking which i can't do it's parking of (laughs) any kind (laughs) yeah can't find the reverse but well that was funny okay what else going into the race i was interested in okay uh, max after you saw lewis's pace we pretty much knew Okay, Mercedes are going to win this. Yeah. But Max Lewis is, got immediate pace and 
You knew the only way that was going to change was if something happened. Mm-hmm. If there was chaos. Yeah. And, but I, I was also interested, okay, what is Max going to do? How quick can he get up through all this traffic, through these people? Yes. And especially since there would be comparisons to, well, you're only starting this point. That's nothing. Yeah, you're only starting seventh. Lewis started 20th and he made it up. And then 10th. And two laps. So what Come on. can you do? Like, Clearly you're not as good a driver. Yeah, there is going to be immediate comparison. So I feel like that's a lot of pressure on him already. If you have to immediately go up. You cannot take your time through the pack because there's going to be comparison and that's not going to be what he likes. No. And those guys regardless of what they say or think and feel, they pay attention to They're that. They're not going to be okay with that, yeah. Yes, they should. Well, yeah. It's like someone saying, well, you know, your sister graduated this. Well, of course you have to do at least that good. Yeah. Come on. So, um, I was. it was fun to see him. He got up to fourth. He got up pretty quickly. By the fourth turn. Yeah. He immediately was jumped up and found a good gap in a spot and he took it, took it. Yeah. And then he was, you know, by lap four, he was in third. And then by the fifth lap of the race, he's back in second where Mm -hmm. he should have been. So it had allowed Lewis to get a gap. But like you said, unless Max, even if Max, I think had beaten him through that first turn, I think Lewis would have, he would have taken him on the straight anyway. Yeah. He did not have the pace to keep up with him this race. Nope. It so, just wasn't there for whatever reason. And we can talk about that reason maybe later, but for whatever it was, he did not have the pace. And weirdly, I think it was good that he got that penalty because otherwise this would have been a really boring race <laughs> or not a really boring race because his passes were interesting. If we hadn't jinxed Quali completely, if we'd done Pierre, but not Checo, it yeah. would have been an extremely boring race. Yeah. It probably would have been. Checo the, killed it. Yeah. I was going to say the first two were actually really boring. The interesting race was between spots two and eight. Yeah. That's where it was interesting to watch. So it's something that stuck out to you. Well, ping pong. Ping pong? Well, let's see. Before I go into Checo... Let's talk about Valtteri. I thought this race and last race has shown, sadly, sorry, Valtteri, how he drives. He does not do well in the middle. And, you know, he had some races this year after it was announced he was going to be leaving, and he all of a sudden was really good. And people were like, whoa, he just needed... Where's this been? Some comfort or what was going on. But then the last couple of races, he's been back to his regular self. Yeah. Like he, and the thing is you can't, you don't know what you're going to get with him. He is not consistent. Mm-mm. He's either going to be really fast and can make it up to third and keep someone back. Or he's going to get stuck in the seventh spot and not be able to make it through the traffic. Yeah. It was. And I- that's how he was this race. It was just, I don't know what to do. He finally got up, but it took him forever to do it. And and it's so interesting because for years, the one 
little knock on the Mercedes car has been it doesn't work well in traffic. They mm-hmm. set it up aerodynamically to be at the front and mm-hmm. not follow. And Lewis would prove that wrong. And I think they're I think both are right. The car isn't set up to follow. Mm-hmm. Lewis Hamilton doesn't care. Yeah. I think that's where you get to see some of the skill. Car versus driver. Yeah. And the driver. Of I think Valtteri is just not as confident or as skilled and just charging through. Hmm. Unlike Checo. Well, before we go to Checo. Okay. Sorry. Now, the thing on Bottas, I did okay. love. I didn't. I don't know which lap it was, but it was early. He got the radio call. He was, I don't think he'd even passed anyone yet when Toto came, came on the oh, radio. Oh, that was so awkward to me. And he says something like, you, you, go, could, you could do it, Valtteri. Well, he was like, you go get those cars. That's what it was. You go get those cars. And like, he was literally doing nothing at the time. And like, cars passed him. I'm like, oh... And because like you could tell like the team wanted Valtteri to go up and Lewis was like, where's, where is he? Tell him to come up. Like, oh, that's right. He, he even wanted, asked, he's like, where's Valtteri? Yeah. He wanted Valtteri to be up on the podium with him. He was like, let's go. And Valtteri was like, well, I'm right here, guys. Hold on. He's that, um, the little brother in a Christmas story. He's all bundled up big. <laughs> all the big kids are running off and he's like, guys, uh, wait for me. I'm a driver too. Just, oh. And that I just loved that call because you're right. He hadn't done anything. And it, you go get those cars. Like he's shown us he can do nothing to go get those cars, Toto. Yeah. And it makes me, I just laugh thinking of in the garage because Toto doesn't talk. He doesn't. On and the it, radio much. It just seemed like such an awkward thing to say too. Like random. I don't like Jerry Jones calling down. Hey, Zeke. You go get those yards for me go or something like that. Go get one of them touchdowns. What? <laughs> and like, I, that would be less awkward than Toto talking. I just think like they're then. like, okay, Valtteri slipped back five places. We just okay, need- um, we need, let's give him a, we can't make the car go faster. Let's give him a pep talk. Hey, Toto, would you? Yes. We, we need so you to fast. give Valtteri a pep talk. Okay. I will tell him to go get those cars. <laughs> now you sound like Dexter's laboratory. The other thing, the other thing I'm going to do in the offseason, I got to work on my impressions. <laughs> I'm going to get a suit. Dee Dee, yeah. get out of my laboratory. <laughs> I'm trying to help Valtteri get those cars on the racetrack. Now you're going Italian. <laughs> it's a me, Giovanazzi. <laughs> I can deliver your pizza super quick. Oh, goodness. Ferrari has to be good for something. That's, yeah. Well, we have a lot of Italian teams. That's true. I said that, but really we have a lot. All right. So that was Valtteri. But to our guy. Yay, Checo. We stand. Man, he had a busy race. Like if he was a workout... This race was a workout for him. He did a Tabata ride. Because hmm. he started way down at like what? 11th? He was 11th. And then he went up to 4th, 3rd, 
way back down to 11th again and made his way back. He was just up and down. He was like an elevator. I wrote him down. You wrote him down? So Checo, in order, he passed Lance Stroll, Yuki Sonoda, Carlos Sainz, um, Ocon, Lando, Vettel, Ricardo, Leclerc, Alonzo, Signs again, Stroll again, Ocon again. Good gracious. All of those except the Alonzo pass were into turn one. Just, he did so much. And he is good at charging through. You said that when we were watching of his wheel to wheel and fighting. I can't remember what you said. His fighting in the midst of everybody. That's why you hire him. Mm-hmm. He's good at just saying, well, even if I'm back here, I will push through. That keeps everybody else busy. Sergio, you go get those cars. I mean, Checo was like, I got it already, dude. Too late. Yeah. It's done. Uh Uh-huh. So that was, but it was like Red Bull was forgetting about him. Or they weren't allowing him to do his own strategy. They were just making him like, oh, well, we just pitted Max, so now you have to come in. But this isn't a good time to box, but okay, whatever. And they just screwed him. So why do you think, what What do you mean it wasn't a good time to box? Because he was way up. I didn't write it down. Uh, Nope, I didn't write it down. But he was called in early. He had made his way up pretty high. Mm -hmm. He was called in fairly early on his tires. It surprised us by how early it was because he can usually... It was right after Max. Yeah, push the tires farther. And that dropped him all the way down to 12th. He went from like 4th to 12th. And into traffic. Right into traffic. So he had to fight all of that again. So waste your tires passing everybody. Like, it, it was ridiculous. And then they did it to him again. It was not as bad the next time. But still lost, lost him a few places. And then he was got stuck behind Alonzo. Like, he could have... And Alonzo had gone up and down. He went down several mm-hmm. at first. I'm like, you, he could have been podium. Oh, this... They should have had... He should have had third, but... They threw it away. Yeah. And that early pit, like you said, it was a horrible time to box. I think is what screwed his third place for sure. Mm. Uh, like in football, you can say, okay, a decision in the first quarter. It's hard to lose the game in the first quarter with one play, but you can lose a game on one play in the fourth quarter. And, yeah. I, and I think the inverse is true here in this pit early. Not only did you toss him into traffic, which then, like you said, he uses his tires, mm-hmm. uses all of that fresh rubber to get through everybody. He just literally passed and was sitting comfortably. Mm-hmm. But towards the end of the race, we get worried about tires failing. We see a number of punctures. It was like all of a sudden, all the, the tires that were going out. And I think pretty early teams were kind of worried and thinking, OK, this this might be a thing. And mm-hmm. so I think that's why 
they did the second stop for Checo. Mm-hmm. But if you let him go four or five more laps in his first stint, he would have had. A you better. then would have pushed back when you're pitting him the second time, giving him fresher rubber to chase everybody down, because. And I really think I really think he could have caught Alonzo mm-hmm. without the. I think it was a virtual safety car. It was a, yeah. Yeah. Because it was from Latifi's. That's right. Latifi had a puncture and had a pull off. And he found a good safe spot, mm-hmm. but it was still close enough to the road that the stewards and everybody had to come out. Or not stewards. Marshals. Marshals. Thank you. Had to come out. So they did a virtual safety car. But Alonzo's. He was limping his way into third. So they were telling him, watch out. Don't push it. Like, Oh, that's right. They were telling him to stay off the curb. Yes, he couldn't even take the tires, corner aggressively. I I was actually waiting for his tires to just to puncture as soon as the checkered flag went off. Because it seemed to be a hot potato type thing. Or, or jack mm-hmm. in the box. We were just Ooh, yeah. waiting. Is the race going to finish before his tires get a puncture? Because let's see, off the top of our head, we know Latifi had a puncture. Russell had a Russell puncture. Russell had a puncture. And Valtteri had a puncture. And Valtteri had a puncture. And then Norris had a slow puncture. Mm-hmm. And they noticed his pressure dropping, so they pulled him. Mm-hmm. Which means, so we had four tire integrity issues. And they were all fairly close in. They were all like the same two laps. Yeah. And. They all happened fairly close. So it was. I get, I get pitting Checo twice. You can't I just didn't pit him agree with the timing in the first one, because I think if you do the first one, you aren't worried. He hadn't pushed them that far. Those mediums, those first ones, three or four more laps. Then he's pitting four laps later. Mm-hmm. But even after all that, they tie both hands behind his back. They yeah. screw him over with strategy two times. Yeah, they give him a safety car. Or a virtual safety car, and he still got within. It's like three seconds or two seconds. He was. I was. He was I want to say it was like four. Well, I may have written that down because I. Because heading into the safety car, he had nine or seven seconds behind him. In a regular race, race, it would have taken just a couple more laps to catch him. I think. Yeah, so either way, he got within four seconds, maybe yeah. three, but at least within four, and was closing quick. No virtual safety car, he probably gets it done, because that virtual safety car lasted a lap or so, maybe two laps. Almost to the very last. Mm-hmm. I was worried they were going to finish the race mm-hmm. in the safety car. I want to say it was like a lap and a half, because I think they worked fast, so that the race didn't finish. Toto's calling down and telling him to get that car out of the road. You get that car out of the road. <laughs> Go get that. Go get that car. Yeah. But. I just I just feel. I just feel bad for him. He's our guy. He's finally in a good big team. Mm-hmm. I want him to do well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You're not good. At, you're not as good as Max. But. Let's but, get you every. <clears throat> podium you can earn. Yeah. He has his strengths. I'm hoping since he showed them that he can 
do well as the second driver, that they will allow some of the car for this next season to fit him more. Because the cars have been made to be the exact car that Max wants. Yeah. And so give a little bit to adjust a couple of things, like make it fit Checo some. Actually ask him his opinion. Yeah. Because we all know this is Max's car. And that's a big reason why Checo's form has turned is because um, he stopped asking how to use Max's setup. And instead of trying to use Max's setup and adapt it for him, Checo just said, okay, set up my card this way. Mm. And he, so they're actually set up in F1 terms very differently because he wasn't trying to adapt Max for him. He's like, let's just adapt the car to me and let's see what happens. That's what they should do. And here we are. Yeah. They're different drivers. They need different cars, but yeah. Or a car. I mean, it's a Venn diagram. Yeah. Set up the car. The things that we think of as so different, I'm sure very slight marginal changes and differences for them, but it makes a huge impact. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what else. Um, Oh, I did note that. So in all candor. Okay. I'm wanting Max to win this championship. (gasps) No. No way. People are shocked. You haven't mentioned that ever in the last five minutes. So when, when Valtteri got his puncture and, and we didn't see the puncture, all we saw was them cut to Valtteri driving across the gravel. Yeah. And what often happens when these cars go across gravel is they get beached and they get stuck. Mm-hmm. And so I almost yelled, but I didn't get beached. Get us a safety <laughs> car. I said it very elevatedly. I didn't yell it, but I, I loudly. You, okay. And I almost came off the couch. Almost okay. I did come off the couch. Actually. Yeah. Okay. Cause I was thinking this is our chance. Let's get, because the safety car is going to back Lewis right up to Max. There's mm-hmm. no gap. Maybe. I still think. I, there's no chance. I'm grasping. I was grasping at straws. Yeah. It could have made it interesting, but Lewis had the speed. Yeah. He would have had it. But that could have been interesting. Yeah. And I, and I think you're right. I think. Max starts second. Lewis probably beats him into turn one. No, Max true. beats him into turn one. It takes Lewis a lap to get done and yeah. get past Max. It wouldn't take much. This thing was over. Yep. That's all. That's really all from the race. It was, it was sort of interesting, but like you said, it was interesting. And this, the as other, I spread my yeah. fingers, part of the timing tower on mm-hmm. the side, mm-hmm. the lower six, the guys you don't really care about. You're not scoring a point. I'm not interested in you. So they were doing their thing. I mean, poor George Russell. His name doesn't even get talked about until he gets a puncture. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, look, Russell came today, guys. Look, we did have all 20 show up. Like, there was just nothing was going on in those 
bottom five guys. Mm-hmm. Like nothing was happening. It wasn't interesting. Mm-mm. It wasn't interesting at the top. It, like you said, it was it was three through eleven. Yep. That, that were was, of interest. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the that was the Cutter Grand Prix. It'd be our last, our only time at that track. Yeah, that's interesting. Because take a year off for the World Cup, and then in 2023, they're going to build a street circuit. So, eh. LaSalle, we we barely knew ye. All right. What's next? So next is a new thing. Okay. I'm working on the title, or we're working on the title. But this is fact or fiction. So I'm going to say a statement. And you, one, you don't know what I'm going to say. I don't. And two, you are going to either agree that this is a fact or tell me why I'm wrong and this is complete fiction. Okay. First, fact or fiction. Okay. Max is going to win the championship. And remember your power of the jinx. I know. When you gave me a look, like, I think you were trying to pull the jinx card. I'm trying anything. You're trying anything. I don't know. I think it. But your gut. You have to You have to bet an amount of money that matters to you. I would go Lewis. I think Max has challenged Lewis he's the first one in seven years that hey this could actually not be Lewis's year but I I'm so far everything the last few weeks the momentum is with Mercedes I think I think it's going to depend on what happens in this next race if he loses the next one is done. If he wins, he has a shot. Yeah. I I agree. We can plan the parade route for Mercedes. <laughs> we can decide. But don't do that because that made jinx though. That's true. No, that would that would be great. You is this the reverse jinx? I've either way, look, we, we can play in the parade route. They're gonna win. We don't know. I don't believe in momentum necessarily, but they have quantifiable. They project well into the future. This next track we're going to talk about in a minute sets up well for them. Yeah. The um, Abu Dhabi is sort of a toss up in that it has some aspects that could work for Red Bull. Red Bull has been really good there. But in other seasons... Mercedes really hasn't had any reason to be trying hard because they've already sewn everything up. So we don't know how hard have they actually tried at Abu Dhabi. Yeah, true. Regardless, I I think I think Lewis has this thing won. I don't. I wouldn't say it that confidently. I really, at this point, I think it's. 
Yeah. 58, 40 something. 42. Sure. Or 48, 50 something. Yeah. I think, it, I think he's, it is, he's more likely to win. Yeah. I don't Lewis. know if I would even call it 50, 50. 51, 49, maybe. I mean, it's just, I feel like it is really close, but there's a slight edge for Mercedes. I think you're right. So even though I posited that as fact, I don't think that's really going to happen. I don't. Yeah. All right. Do you have another one? I'm trying to decide which order to do these. <laughs> Lewis will be outscored by George Russell in 2022. Fiction? I think Are people really thinking that's a chance that I think it's a chance. I'm not I don't know how much I would bet on it. But I don't think it's going to happen the first year that George is on Mercedes. So here's why here's why I think it's fact. <laughs> okay. It's a new car. Okay. So they they aren't coming into it. Lewis doesn't already have a leg up knowing how this car works because each each era of car, yeah, you're building a new car, but it's sort of a version. It's an evolution of the next one. Yeah. So this one, they're starting completely fresh. They'll be on. They'll be level on terms. Mm-hmm. George is a baller. Okay. George is funnier. And that has to do with him driving. Okay, it doesn't. Okay. But, so we've seen how quickly in a car he'd never driven, George laid waste to Bottas. Yes. Now, Bottas is not Hamilton, but okay. that does tell us that in three practice sessions, he can get into the Mercedes and destroy the person next to him who has been in that car all season. Yes. And that was late 2020. So he has the skill, hmm? the innate skill as a better driver than Valtteri does. Yep. He's hungry. Yeah. And I think, so this is outscoring for the season. Okay. So I think partway through the season, if he's close, because Mercedes is all have always said, we determine our number one and two driver when the standings determine that. Okay. Lewis and Valtteri, they treat equally until Lewis really puts distance between okay. him. I mean, yeah. Okay. Sure. But that's their theory. Yeah. That's a great theory. I think George can keep it close. Okay. And then, and then I think the team will see the big picture and realize he's our future. Okay. Lewis has gotten his eighth championship. He'll have gotten that in 2021. Maybe. Breaks the record because he's currently tied with Schumacher. Yeah. The next 10 years of dominance is with George. Let's get, let's get that started now. Okay. And so I can easily see him coming in, pushing Lewis. The only other time Lewis has been pushed in his team 
I can't remember the year. It was him and Nico Rosberg. They were wrecking each other out. And that's the last person to beat Lewis Hamilton in a season. Was his own teammate. Ouch. So. So you do think, you think they're going to fight? I think they're going to fight. George has sort of been running around with a weight vest and a Williams. And then he's going to get to the Merc. He's he's going to all of a sudden jump two feet. I can be in the front at the beginning. Holy crap. This is awesome. It'll be interesting to see how he handles that. And he said, I'm here for the team. I'm here. They all say that. Of course. So he's saying all the right things, but I think he, he sees the crown is right there for him to take off Lewis's head and put it on him. I don't think it'll happen that first season. Because George is going to have to learn how to deal with being at the top all of a sudden. Even you're in the front when the race starts. That's a whole other type of racing that he has to deal with. Ask Valtteri. Yeah. The last Mercedes driver to come from Williams. So he's, I think he's going to need at least half a season to adjust to that. Okay, so you plus agree. the extra pressure, and there's just so much that goes into being with the big boys. All right, but you agree it's fact he's going to do it next year. Okay, no. so moving on to the th- that is so annoying. <laughs> I'm joking. This is why we so we disagree. We agree it's fiction that Max is going to win the championship. So the first one we agreed on, we disagree on the second one. Okay. The third one. I'm so scared by this face you're making. Red Bull and Max are the true deserving champions of this season, regardless of what happens. That's quite a statement. They are the champions we deserve. Maybe not the champions we get. Champions you deserve. No. Why do you deserve champion? Like, what did they do that made you? Uh, okay, so deserve is not maybe not the right thing, but but what have they done that's been so much better that they've deserved the championship more than Mercedes? So, I would say less to the constructors. Okay, so maybe it's just Max over Lewis. Okay, what has Max done that made him deserve the championship more than Lewis? Okay, I'll lay out my things. I should have written maybe. <laughs> should have written this better. This is about luck. So this goes to my the, to one of my my tinfoil hat or my tinfoil racing oh, helmet gosh. theories about how lucky Lewis Hamilton is. Oh gosh. Imola, the third ra- the yeah the third race of the season, mm-hmm. or second race, early race of the season in Italy. Um. Hamilton screws up his one screw up a season he's ever going to give you. And it's a, it's a wet race mm-hmm. and he slides into the wall mm-hmm. and he's able somehow. Now this is skill. 18 other drivers would have just been stuck. He Seb and Max are the only three on the grid. I'm convinced who could have backed his car out of that wall and back on the track. Okay. He did that. Yes. He was low down the grid after a pit stop when that happened. Okay. He was going to be in 
ninth or tenth place and lapped. Okay. But seconds after that happened, George and Valtteri get in a wreck that red flags the race. Meaning it's over. Everybody goes to the pit. He doesn't lose a spot. And Mercedes is then able to work on his car to repair the damage. Yeah. Sitting still. Yeah. So he loses, I think, two spots. Okay. Okay. Then let's go to our favorite racetrack to say Baku. Yes, Baku. It was a Red Bull 1-2 going away. All the radio messages we were getting from Hamilton where I can't follow these guys. They're mm-hmm. too fast. Mm-hmm. Max has his tire blow. Mm-hmm. And he's out of the race. Mm-hmm. Giving Hamilton... So that changed their point differential. Yeah. So yes, after that happened, they red flagged the race. Hamilton screws up his brake magic button. He goes out of the race and Checo wins. But had Hamilton finished third and Max finished first, that would have been a 10 point gap. Right? Max would have gotten 10 extra points on him. Okay. Because neither of them scored points. It was a zero gap. Okay. So that's 10 extra points that we can give to Max. But we can't because it didn't no, no, we happen. Can, no, no, we can't because in fact or fiction, it's like whose line is anyway? The points matter to me and we can move them around. Well, it's really easy. Just copy and paste. Okay. This is why we should do a video podcast because your face is hilarious. <laughs> So then... Oh, gosh. There's more? I'm just saying. So then we have Silverstone. Max is at least 50% at fault for that wreck. But Lewis is able to then still win the race. The Mm -hmm. penalty doesn't keep him from winning the race. So, whatever. That's lucky. Um, Hungary... Hamilton, before the race, tells Valtteri... Should I start flowing like I'm in debate class? Yeah, you should, yeah. This this is a Lincoln-Douglas podcast, not a CX podcast. Um, Before the race at Hungary, uh, not Lincoln, Lewis tells Valtteri, hey, we can't beat these guys. It's wet. I need you to just torpedo Max. No one will ever suspect it. Do that break magic button thing just like I did in Baku and just take them all out. If you can take both Red Bulls out, that's even better. And Valtteri's like, yes, yes, I, I will do that. I don't know what a fin sounds like. And so, Rude. <laughs> so in Hungary, Max gets, by no fault of his own, except for showing up, gets bumped down to 10th and I think finishes, he finishes 9th because Seb got disqualified let's just say worst case because he hadn't qualified well he was qualified i think he qualified second say he finishes second difference between ninth and second is 16 points so we've established that max should have 26 more points 
Dan Lewis. They've done the work. Red Bull showed up. They won the races. But they're not going to be the champions we get. But they're the champions we deserve because they showed up. They won all these races. They did all the great things. Okay, I thought you were going to write me like notes like shut up and big um, nonverbal cues. I'm, You're actually flowing. I'm actually flowing. All right, let's go. Next. Yeah, that's it. That's my third. So this is your this is your rebuttal. We're going to have to buy a third <laughs> mic and get one of our kids to moderate. But I will stand up and look not at you because that's not what you do in debate. It's rude to look at the person you're debating. You look ahead. Did you know that? I didn't. Yeah. This is why I never win any of our marriage conversations. That's debate. That has nothing to do with marriage. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's talk about how much time do I have? 30 second rebuttal. What? I don't know. I can't go through all of them that you said because I didn't start taking notes until towards the end. However, I will say part of your argument is based on unfounded made up conspiracy theories. We do not know that Toto said that to Valtteri. We don't know what was going on. We cannot say that was a thing that is just completely made up. But I read it on Reddit. Oh, well, I also read on Twitter that JFK Jr. is showing up tomorrow (laughs) at Dealey Plaza. (laughs) He's coming right up out of the concrete. Yeah. And he's like going to introduce his parents. He's going to bring them out because that's the exact spot they would want to. I think he's going to present the trophy to Max. That is. He's going to just come out. Uh Uh-huh. That's what's going to happen. So, Okay. Yeah, Reddit on Reddit, whatever. And I started to write it down, but really it can all come down to this one simple point. You kept saying he should have had this many points. And you came up with a very impressive, there should have been 26 more points given to Max. However, it's really simple, but he doesn't have them. Because he could have, but he doesn't have them. They could have won, but they didn't. I could be a size zero, but I'm not. But so, nope. It all comes down to this is how the race is. You can't look at it as a, well, this could have, this should have happened. That's just not how it happened. It is what it is. Russell could have had 10 more points, but he doesn't. Vettel could have had more points. Daniel Ricciardo could have had more points, but they don't. They have what they have. You can't base a they should have won based on that. That's not what happened. So they could have 26 more points, but they don't. And I will also say... Maybe that just shows how good of a race this has been. That Lewis and Max are so close together that it really could go either way. 
even with all of these things, they've kept it a competitive race, even with all of these different things that have happened. Or is it even better that Max has... As long as this is founded on actual information and not QAnon stuff. Okay, it's a little QAnon that I'm saying Valtteri did that (laughs) at someone's order. Yes. But, okay, so maybe I should restate or adjust in that this is what I should have said. Mercedes is lucky to be this close and on the precipice of winning. You say lucky. Yes. Like they haven't done the hard work. Yeah, but had luck, had they not been so lucky with the Lewis red flag, with the Baku max tire blow with the hungry if those things of luck hadn't happened this would be a much different championship i will concede (laughs) that that is not how it is if you will concede that that is that we are here out of luck that it is luck that the Plinko ball has fallen down to this version of the metaverse or whatever. Instead of luck, I would prefer to call it just chance. Life happens as it happens. Okay. So then very easily this championship could have also could have already been clinched. By Max. Yeah. Or by Lewis. No, because Max... No, I, I've looked. Okay. I've I'm thought, not, I don't really want to get into the details. Okay, we don't have to go to... But... I'm over this debate. But debate is what gets I the won. viewers on ESPN. So we got to have debate because we need We listeners. all know I... Well, in, even I have to admit, empirically, you did win... Because the team I'm backing is sliding, is praying that the clock Aww, will start. I thought you were going to say because I had the better argument. Oh, You had the less tinfoil hat argument. You didn't get emotional. You debated. I ranted. So, shout out to Christina, my old debate teacher. If you're listening. <laughs> I don't know if you get this podcast in Waco, but if you do, if we reach that far. Hey, Christina Davis, you taught me well. Anyway. (laughs) That's fact or fiction. Okay. So, standings. Now we have the standings. What are our current standings? Which we know aren't really accurate. (laughs) So... Tell tell us what the standings... I don't know the standings. Tell us what the FIA say the standings are. I'll give you the or real standings. Or supposed standings. Is that what you... I don't have them already. I thought you did. 
I'll pull it up. Hold on. All right. Max has 351, and Hamilton has 343. So that's eight points. Eight points in between the two of them. That's all we care about. None of the other drivers are in play. Yeah. Constructors, there's only five points between Mercedes and Red Bull. There's only one other race. But the other also really interesting race going on in the next year is between Ferrari and McLaren. Because there's how many? 38 and a half points between the two, which can easily be taken in the next couple of races. I am... I almost wish that the Max and Lewis race could be decided this week. Because I would love to focus on the McLaren-Ferrari battle in Abu Dhabi. Well, maybe <clears throat> that will happen. Maybe Max will clinch. Maybe they'll crash each other out like people are afraid of. That's true. Because this... That's what people are worried about. They are, and, and I'm one of them. But whatever. I, I won't put my tinfoil hat on for that. Um, <laughs> I'll hope for it. But I won't put my tinfoil hat on for it. Okay. But the McLaren... Ferrari battle is just so intriguing and I really wish I could focus on it, but I'm so invested in what's at the front, but it's so fun to see. It is. I love Lando. I like Carlos signs. Mm-hmm. I'm not even Leclerc's kind of weird. Cause he says his last name to differently to different people. He's very, I think image <laughs> focused. Some people he says I'm Charles Leclerc. Other people he says I'm Charles Leclerc. Just depends on how he, Whatever. But we stand for Danny as well. Yeah. After Checo. So we're kind of McLaren people. Mm-hmm. We like them. But it's, it's interesting. So looking to next week, there is a chance. There is a chance. There is a chance that this thing could be over in Saudi Arabia. Because we're going to Jeddah. Yes. Sounds like, but not spelled like the car. And there are a few scenarios where Max can win the championship on Sunday. Yes, there are. So I'm going to run through them. I'm not going to belabor them. Okay. Max can win next week. Max can win in Saudi Arabia if Max wins the race and scores fastest lap and... Hamilton is P6 or lower. Max can win in Saudi Arabia if Max wins the race without fastest lap and Hamilton is P7 or lower. Hamilton or Max can win in Saudi Arabia if Max finishes P1 or P2 regardless of fastest lap and Hamilton finishes outside the points. In short, Max can win in Saudi Arabia if there is chaos. Mm-hmm. The only way Hamilton finishes P6, P7, or out of the points is if there is chaos. Yes. I agree. 
And this is where I'm afraid of our power of the jinx. Because I'm like, I don't want it to be a race that's determined because of crashes and safety cars and things like that. That's Even if Max wins, I would be kind of wild bummed card. if it was decided by a safety car or a wreck or something. I, I would still buy the sweatshirt, but yeah, it, it wouldn't be the same. It'll be interesting. It'll take chaos. And you and I have looked at the map for this track. This thing is nuts. It's an interesting, weird track. There's not a lot of like hard corners. They have. It's a lot of loop, like soft turns. Yeah. In inverted commas or air quotes. I look to have a what three different DRS. I think it's I think sections. it's got three DRS sections. F one. So let's back up. The the really interesting thing about this is no one has driven on this track. Yeah, this is brand new. So even F one is taking data from a video game <laughs> or a funny. simulation. They use Sims, but. No one's actually put tires on this road, really. Yeah. But F1 figures, 89% of this lap is at full throttle. That's going to be really interesting, which is also really scary. Because it's a street track. Because 20 cars going that fast, there is not a lot of room. There's no runoff And there's anywhere. a lot of concrete walls. So I've... Oh, my goodness. It's, I'm going to need a pillow to hold during a lot of this because it's going to be a lot of <gasps> I had I had moments. the thought that we ought to wear the heart rate monitors we wear for the Peloton. No. You know me and heart oh, yeah, rate yeah, monitors. You don't do, I, mean, I think I'll wear mine. See if you I get some spots. You can wear yours. Okay. But it's going to be nuts. It will be. It's going to be insane. And the surface is a brand new surface so no one knows is it going to be slick? What are tires going to do? The... One way we get chaos is if one team is wrong. Mm-hmm. And you just don't know. We saw what happens in Baku. Mm-hmm. What can happen in that small... And and while Oof. it looks like Monaco, in terms of being a street track, mm-hmm. skinny narrow. and tight and narrow... It is, I hadn't thought about it, but half of it is similar, or half of Baku is similar to that. I don't know. I do feel like there aren't going to be a lot of opportunities to pass. Mm-mm. I think it's going to be a really fast parade. Mm-hmm. Monaco is a parade, but at least, or but sadly, it goes slow. Yeah, it goes slow. There's not a lot of passing. It's At least this will It be, looks cool, but it's a boring race. At least this will be fast. Oh, man. Yeah. There's one part of it I'm kind of worried about where there's water on either side. There's the Red Sea on one side and like a little lagoon oh, on gosh. the other side. And jokes about parting the Red Sea. Yeah, but like we've we've seen big wrecks. I, I'm sure they have a plan. Uh, yeah, I'm nervous going into it's this It's weird. One. Yeah. So I just hope it's a good race. Factor fiction number four, <laughs> we are going to go into Abu Dhabi where Max and Lewis are level 
on point. I think that's a could very that easily fact. be fact. Yeah, I would. Bet it's going to be a so close. On yeah, that. that's not which, crazy, but yeah. <laughs> which I'm pretty sure I saw someone on Twitter. I don't. I don't, I don't have the link to cite, but I'm pretty sure someone on Twitter said it has never come down to Abu Dhabi as the last race. Interlagos mm-hmm. used to be the last race of the year, and that has decided some championships. But Abu Dhabi has never decided a championship. Man. And it's been a long time, even since the final race decided a championship. So that could be a lot of fun. It could be, yeah. Be nervous. Yeah. So the interesting thing, I one of the interesting things I read today, and I couldn't find the article, so I'm sorry. But somebody wrote it, not somebody us. Somebody wrote it. Somebody got the information. It was fascinating to me. Was if they took all the miles and times that Max and Lewis have driven this season, they would be driving from Jeddah to Paris and arrive within 30 seconds of each other. Whoa. That's how close they are in this race. In the they, 30 seconds from the whole, because of their times and everything. Okay, that's really cool. Yeah, I thought that was a you really told me, interesting... You told me you had a cool stat, and I I didn't disbelieve you, but I hadn't seen anything. Yeah. I hadn't seen that. It's interesting, right? That's really cool. Yeah, I thought so. Okay. So I think another thing to watch this week is going to be the wing issue for Max. Red Bull's been having trouble with the wings not... Mm-hmm performing correctly what's going on they had trouble last time about it will they have been able to fix it and an actual fix not a deck tape try to make it work the day of the race kind of thing i even thought of that you're right that's a that will be interesting that's been a problem since u.s Mm -hmm. since austin they've struggled with it so i think that'll be interesting to watch for yeah, I think you're right. Uh, yeah. I know stuff. The thing I think we need to watch for isn't a question, but is a given that Mercedes is putting in the spicy engine into Lewis's car. What do you mean? The, the engine he drove at Cutter mm-hmm. wasn't the new engine from Brazil. It wasn't? Mm-mm. Oh, interesting. So they added that engine in Brazil to give him two for the season. In Saudi, they're putting the spicy one back in. Interesting. And Toto kind of put that out there as like a threat. Like, hey, Christian, just want to let you know, we're putting that engine back in. Man, Toto and Christian, they have been sniping at each other. This drive to survive is going to be amazing. I hope so. It'll be interesting for sure. I can't wait. Man. So the other one last thing I wanted to make sure to mention. Yeah. Yeah. I told you this morning. Uh, Karun. You know, I love Karun. Yep. Karun Chandok. I love him just because he's always so dressed. I love the way he explains things. I love the way he's always dressed so neatly and 
has a nice clean belt and a shirt tucked in. It's just very, if you're going to be on TV, you need to dress nice. So that's what he does. I love it. And he, he's, he's a got good, an awesome wardrobe. He's good at what he does as well. Yep. But he wrote a very sweet tribute to Frank Williams. He just passed away. And I thought it was a good tribute. If you're like, oh, I don't know anything about him, read it. You find out some about him and Williams Racing. And you get a little insight into Karoon even of when he got into a Formula One when he was three years old. And what that meant wow. to him. Yeah. I didn't know that. First race he watched on TV when he was three years old. And he would get the motor magazines where he was growing up in India and learning about things. And That's so cool. Yeah. And the first time he met Williams, he spent three hours talking with him about all of the technical things about racing. Wow. Yeah. But he's became, you know, a family friend to them. Had some fun insights. And it was just... A very sweet tribute. So I would recommend to everyone, go and read that. It's nice. That's really cool. Yeah, I thought it was. He's such a good dude. Mm-hmm. Karun Chandok. Sir Frank seems like he was a good dude too, but a lot less experience there's in a, that regard. There's a book about him that I want to go look up now. Awesome. That his wife wrote. Yeah. Um, ooh. Life is... Different, like a different life, yeah. Different chain, yeah. There's but, a documentary on Netflix. Oh, called Williams. Oh, okay. I've I'll watched watch thirty it. minutes. We should watch it at some point in the off season. At some point, yeah. Yeah. So that's all I have, though. All I have on my notes. That is all I have. So we're just gonna jinx it. Mercedes playing the parade route through. Braxley, they're from Braxley in England, just playing it through the through the suburb. Gonna clinch this thing. Mm-hmm. Come on, Super We're Max. Not. Let's do it. Come on, we can do it. Stop. Remember, send us your emails to that's P1 podcast at gmail.com. Tell us, want to hear more of this? Answer this question. What the hell does this mean that they're talking about? On the internet or on we the won't show. We will but we'll find out. We'll Google it. As we established before, I spent a lot of time on F1 Reddit, so <laughs> I might actually have read the answer. I wouldn't have known it of my own volition, but I've read it. And I'll be the fact checker making sure it's something actual. I'm Reddit. You're David Dale. It's great. <laughs> We're a match made in heaven. Enjoy your Formula One. We will be back next week to talk about the last race of the season. Bum, ba, bum. Thanks for listening. That's Checkered Flag.